Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris, and we've been talking this week about amazing grace and how powerful the amazing grace and who we are in the Spirit. You know, 2 Corinthians 5, 8, and 9 says, We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. Now, I want you to understand who makes you well-pleasing? Is it your performance? Is it your self-effort? Is it the things you do? Or is it the mercy and the finished work of Jesus Christ? Well, how did you get born again? You got born again by faith. So it's the finished work of Jesus Christ that has made us whole and makes us pleasing in the body or absent the body. You know, I hear people say all the time, well, it's better to be absent from the body than to be present with the Lord. Well, the Bible says, well, rather pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Listen, you're always present with the Lord. Now once we shed this body, that's the veil between us and God that we enter back into God and become like God. Now you can find this in James chapter 1 verse 23 to 25. For anyone is... Anyone, if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing a natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not forgetful here, but a doer of that work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Now, the word of God will always show you about your spirit, your spirit, what your spirit looks like. When we look into a mirror, we only see a reflection. The only way you can see your spirit is through looking at the Word. Now, I want to show you some things here that is really powerful revelation. Your spirit is absolutely perfect right here on this earth. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and look, all things have become new. In other words, you become absolutely perfect in your spirit the day that you got born again. The enemy can't do anything to your spirit. He can just come against your mind. He can just speak into your head. He can come against your flesh. But he can't do anything with your spirit. Now the Bible said Ephesians 1 and 3, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Now you got to understand everything you're praying is already done. He's magnified, he's released you and given you all things that pertains to life because your spirit has been recreated and now you're a new creature. There's never been anyone like you. You're a new species of being. Jesus was the firstborn into the new species and now me and you are in that species because we're the righteousness of God. Now look at Ephesians 3 and 16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit. We're at in the inner man. So the inner man has been strengthened inside of us because now the spirit of the fullness of God is living on the inside of us. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 and 20. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power that's in us. Listen to me. You do not need to waste and spend a whole year thinking and confessing your sins. You, will be, you need to be confessing your righteousness. Grace enables us not to sin. Grace doesn't just remove sin. Grace keeps us from sinning. Sin doesn't stop grace. 
grace stops sin. Grace helps you to overcome sin. And that's the powerful revelation of this text because in Titus 2, 11 and 12, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us, what's teaching us? The grace of God is teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. In other words, the grace of God is not going to keep us from sinning. The grace of God is going to teach us how to walk right upright. You say, well, Pastor, you're just giving people license to sin. No, let me tell you something. Grace is always bigger than sin. So outside of grace, there is no sin. And only way we can have sin is to go back and confiscate the law and bring the law into the church in the day. And that is not what God's trying to teach us because he's trying to let us understand that we've been delivered from the law. We've been delivered from sin. Now watch this. Let's go with the Romans chapter 5, verse 15. But the free gift, it is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense many die, much more the grace of God and the gift of the grace of one man, big M, the first one was a little M, many died, Jesus Christ abound to the same many. In other words, inside of that area and that tribulation of sin, you and I have been delivered by God's marvelous grace. Back in the 80s when the pastors was falling, and I, I remember a newspaper article that said such and such fell from grace. No, such and such fell into grace because, you know, grace is what sustained all of us. We're saved by God's marvelous grace through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the power and the beauty of this message of grace.